What's going on, wrestling fans? What's going on, Fix fans? It's your boy Connor, Callan XC here with the Wrestling Fix, and I'm back with another edition of Talking Back. Uh, I did not do a show last week because of the Labor Day weekend holiday, but I am back, I am loaded, and I am ready to go. I mean, I'm not, I'm not loaded. I am not rich, nor intoxicated at the present moment. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really loaded and then I'm locked and loaded and ready to go. But like, I am not, I'm not loaded and ready to go. I am locked and loaded. I'm barely ready to go. I am locked. And that, that is about it. But I am locked in on a topic an announcement from WWE earlier this week. And before I actually jump in to that topic and run with it for the rest of the show, I did have another topic planned for this week. Uh, I've had it planned for about a week and a half now. I am going to push it to next week because I don't think the problem is going to be resolved uh, by next week. And if it is, great, but I don't foresee it happening. I don't really see the problem being solved anytime soon. Uh, So I think I have some time to touch on the topic. Just to give you a preview, it is going to be a probably 25 to 30 minute show just about Road Dog, hands down. Um, Everything from SmackDown under Road Dog uh, to Road Dog's uh, fan interaction on Twitter, um, which I have my own views about how he interacts with people. Um, And how he kind of responds to criticism. Uh, So that'll be something that we hit next week. Um, It was uh, Labor Day this past week. I hope everyone had a happy and safe Labor Day weekend and Labor Day. If you had the day off, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, People who didn't have the day off, though, are the people that we love and respect that perform in that ring for us, whether we attend live or watch on TV every Monday, no matter what. Um, and no matter what is now in the literal sense of the term, uh, because on Labor Day, which, um, I found was such a sinister irony that they made this announcement on Labor Day, um, the Raw roster will work live shows on Christmas Day and New Year's Day because they both fall on Mondays this year. Now, we touched on this a little bit on the flagship show. I think we maybe dedicated two to three minutes of it on the flagship show. And I didn't want to get into it because I, I knew I had this show planned for this weekend. Um, and I didn't want to, you know, get too in-depth with it um, on that show, although I scratched the surface on my feelings of it. I mean, I was pretty blunt about how I feel about that announcement, um, but I didn't really kind of go over everything. Um, you know, we, we, for those of us who had off on Monday, um, you know, we were with our families and, you know, we did whatever we wanted to do, whether it was we barbecued with our families or we sat and we played Madden all day, um, which by the way, happy football season to everybody, uh, going into this weekend's, uh, football games, Tyree kills got me 31 points, I think. Um, so, you know, happy football season. Thank God it's back for all you football fans out there. Good luck and fantasy to anyone who listens to this. That's a fantasy football player. But anyway, 
back to it. Um, you know, we got to we we sat at home. We we barbecued. We played Madden. We spent time with our family, our friends, our significant others. And uh, at the end of the day, we went home and we watched wrestling because you know every Memorial Day, um, Labor Day, you know any observed bank holiday, uh, these guys are working. And, and granted, they're small bank holidays, um, you know, but they don't. You know, cr- Christmas is like a day that they get to go home and they get to see whoever they want to see and. If anything, it's 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 a good mental day, you know. It's it's good for their overall well being. So, you know, you make an announcement on Labor Day publicly um, that Raw, the entire Raw roster, and the Raw crew is all going to be working Christmas and New Year's Day because they're Mondays. And they're going to work live shows. They're not going to be tape shows. And that these performers and these crew members and production members and that, and the whole, you know, kit and caboodle, um, which I, listen, I know I said my birthday was coming up. I don't know how old I think I'm turning with saying kit and caboodle. That was some, some bullshit. Um, but they all find out. And their families find out that they're going to be working on Christmas Day. And uh, I was pretty forward in the flagship show that I think it's a bullshit decision. Um, I think it's a really good way to spit in the face of the people who work so hard for you. And listen, I get it. Like, you know. It's the business they love and it's the business that they're in and they know that they make these sacrifices going into it, blah, blah, blah. And every every career or business or industry that you go into has that thing, you know, has that stigma where it's like, all right, you're making this sacrifice to be in this career or you're being in this industry or to work for this company. You know, you're making a certain sacrifice somewhere, um, you know, with wrestlers. You know, they could get injured at any given point. That is a um, that is a risk that they take all of the time and a sacrifice that they make of like, okay, cool, like not cool, but okay, like, you know, if I get hurt, it's part of my industry and I will sacrifice the couple months to get better and I'll be right back in the ring because this is what I love to do and the people love when I do it. You know, it's something that that's a that's a risk and a sacrifice that they make. And they already make plenty of sacrifices i mean wrestlers make a ton of sacrifices for what they do um they spend a ton of time on the road they have no off season they do this year round they're always at a risk of getting injured um so you know i find solace in the fact that there are holidays they do get to go home and spend time with their families because i know on labor day when i'm at home spending time with my family or my significant other or out with my friends or whatever it is i'm doing that given holiday um, because I am, you know, lucky enough to be in the position where I do get these holidays off. When I go home to watch wrestling at the end of the night, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm watching them wrestle, but, you know, like in a way I almost feel bad because it's, you know, it's just the way I was raised. You know, I think that, you know, if it's a holiday and I'm I'm watching somebody else do something on that holiday, like I'm kind of like, oh, like, 
like I, I just kind of feel bad about it and I know that's like probably my own fucking fault and a lot of people don't really care like a lot of people that are even working probably don't really care but it's just the way that I was raised it's a holiday and you know if someone's got to work for whatever reason one I'm gonna at least make it worth their while and watch or show up or whatever and two like I am gonna feel some type of way that like you know I, I you know I'm, I'm sorry that you're in this position whether they want it or not it's just the way I feel now, Christmas, though, I'm, I'm not going to say, like, oh, you know, that's just the way I feel. Like, it's bullshit if you're going to work Christmas for a number of reasons. And I don't I don't really care whose call it was. I don't care if it was USA's call or WWE's call. It's a, I think it's a, a shipwreck decision no matter who actually made the final call. And here's why. Because if you're USA Network, right, and uh, you say to WWE, like, oh, hey, Monday Night Raw and no, – I'm sorry, just Monday Night Raw falls on Christmas Day and – New Year's Day, you, you know, we're expecting shows, right, like, if you're WWE, you're like, yeah, we'll tape them, that's fine, we'll tape them, you know, fuck it, we'll tape them Saturday, like, tape them a day before, like, you know, a couple of days before, whatever, and just put the content out on Monday, like, it's one day, and, like, you tape delay, like, shows in England, and I can find the results out. You know what I mean? So, like, if you're going to tape delay for Raws in England, like, you can tape delay for Christmas around the globe. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, you catch my drift? So, you can say to USA, like, yeah, cool, we'll tape you. We'll at least tape you Christmas's show. We'll be back live on New Year's Day, which is totally fine. I mean, New Year's Day, to me, like, New Year's Day is, like, the one day that, like, I don't have that feeling about. Like, for some reason, I have that feeling about, like, Labor Day and Memorial Day. Even because, like, they're, like, happy summer holidays. So I'm like, everyone should be, like, hanging out with their friends and their significant others and their families and, like, grilling and drinking beer. So, like, I feel bad when people have to work those days. But, like, New Year's Day is, like, the recovery from the hangover. So I feel like if you got to go to work, like, you're up. Like, you're barely, like, a functioning human being. And if you're not, like, good for you. Like, I, I definitely applaud you. Um... But, like, you know, like, New Year's Day, for whatever reason being, like, I was raised to be, like, yeah, like, Labor Day and Memorial Day are important. But I was also, like, and I, to, to, as, like, an aside, I was raised that Memorial Day and Labor Day were important for more reasons than just barbecuing and drinking with friends and, and hanging out with people. I totally get the actual root of the holidays. Um, but New Year's Day was like a throwaway day for me. It always has been. Like even when I was a teenager and I didn't have to recover from hangovers, I was like, cool, like an extra day off from school. Awesome. Like I don't I don't really know why we're off on New Year's Day. And when I worked in retail, like I was always like, yeah, I'll work on New Year's Day. Like I don't really care. Like New Year's Day is fine. So like for me, New Year's Day has always been like a throwaway day. So like if you're like, yeah, USA, listen, we're going to tape Christmas. We'll be back up live on New Year's Day. That's, one, like a fair compromise. And, two, if you're WWE, I feel like you have that kind of leverage with USA. Like, I don't know how USA Network can tell anybody to do, like, really anything. You know what I mean? Like, and I kind of feel bad saying that. But, like, when I think USA Network, I think WWE programming at this point. Like, I only watch Shooter because it comes on after Raw. I only watch Friday Night Tykes because it comes on after Raw. Like, if I'm not tired, like, I'm only watching the USA Network between the 11.15 and 12.15 slot 
extra. Like that that's the extra viewership that I'm lending to USA Network weekly is maybe an extra two hours aside from the five hours of wrestling programming that I already watch on the network. That's the only thing that I'm watching. So, like, if you're USA Network, I feel like you can't demand WWE do a live show on Christmas. Because if WWE, like, really, really was against it, they would have said something and they probably would have won. So, yeah, there was that, like, whole report. And I I don't know who, like I said, I don't know whose call it was and I don't really care whose call it was. But there was a report that was like, oh, maybe, you know, working live Christmas wasn't WWE's decision. But at the end of the day, WWE didn't stand up for their ring crew, their raw roster, their creative team, their production team, anybody by flexing some muscle with USA or on USA. And that's the way that I feel. Because if USA Network demands a Christmas show, cool, I'll give it to you a lot. I'll give it to you taped. We'll go live on New Year's Day. That's that's the way it's gonna go. Like I'm I'm your ratings carrier. We'll be live the next day on SmackDown. Like you're gonna be live on Tuesday. Like we can't run without one live Raw because I'm a part of the quote unquote WWE universe and I can go without a Christmas Raw. Or I can watch a tape delay Christmas Raw the next morning because that's what I'm gonna do anyway. Like I'm not gonna sit and watch Raw on Christmas. And honest to God. Fuck it. I, I don't know, like, and I, I, I don't know. If they're going to work, I'm going to lend some kind of rating to it or, you know, watch it on some kind of, whether it's like Hulu or whatever, so that, you know, so that it, it was worth something. Like, I'll DVR it. Like, I'll, whatever. Like, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll show up because, like, if they're going to be made to work it, and I said this on, um, I said this on the, the flagship show, like, when I used to work retail and I used to have to drive like an hour to a store that I was managing in 11, 10, 11 inches of snow, when I got to that store and I opened up, I was like, yo, like, come shop. Like, I'm here. I made it here. I went through snow, whatever, to get here. Like, I want to see some people. Like, I, I want it to be worth my while because nothing was worse. And it only ever happened like once or twice, but nothing was really worse than like sitting in a store that was empty after driving in like a blizzard to get to work. And then being told that you're closing like two hours later to drive an hour home in the same storm that you shouldn't have driven in originally. So like I wanted to see people like if I if I was there, I was like, yo, come shop like, I, you know, I'm here. Like, let's let's make it the best for everybody. Like, cool. You're walking in. I'm not going to have like a like a bad attitude because I'm at work on a snow day. Like, no, screw it. Like, like, come on in let's, you know, let's, let's, let's work this out. Like, you know, I'm going to give you the best experience you can have. Let's buy, you know, you'll buy some stuff. Let's, you know, let's have a conversation about something cool. Another customer, like let's interact. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be worth the while. So I feel like for, for Christmas, I have to like, if they're going to seriously uphold this decision and I don't think even though the entire response wrestling Twitter's response to this was amazing because there was not one positive comment about making the performers work, making the wrestlers work on Christmas. Um, there there wasn't one positive comment. I don't think they're going to revisit the situation amidst all of that negative, that, all that negative feedback, which is kind of upsetting and sad, but par for the course for WWE as far as listening um, to the people that actually consume the product. Um, so since they're going to 
be forced to do this in some way, shape, or form, I'm going to lend my viewership to this episode. Even as as bad as like on like a moral high ground and like this pedestal that I want to put myself on and be like, I'm not going to fucking watch it like bullshit because they're working. I'm going to watch it because it's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to like, I don't want it to be a throwaway episode for them. Like, I feel like it would be a, an even bigger spit in the face for them to show up and be like, hey, listen, like we completely phoned it in. We're not going to touch on any of your rivalries. Like, welcome to, you know, Sunday Night Heat on Christmas. And just go out and put on three hours of random matches. And thanks for showing up to work. Oh, and by the way, Merry Christmas. Like, I don't want them to do that. Because they don't think anyone's going to watch. They're, they're going to be up against a major holiday and all-a-day NBA games. And, like, basketball on Christmas does well. And there was also that argument. I did see the argument that, like, oh, well, basketball players have to do it. And football players did it last year. Here's the thing, right, with that basketball players and football players and every other sport MLB MLS NHL they all have off seasons right they all have off seasons they go home for a couple months not for nothing like and I'm not saying like listen I don't, I don't fucking know the life of like an NFL athlete I could never live that life I'm not fit or in shape I'm kind of in shape I shouldn't be that hard on myself but I'm not like I don't know I couldn't work out six days a week and like get smashed you know, for three hours a day, once a week. I don't, I don't know what that life is like, but like during the week you still live or you have a residency close to where you're working, you know, unless, you know, unless you're going on away games, but like when you're at home, like you have a, whether it's a house or an apartment or, you know, some kind of rented space or whatever, like you have a a place of residency close to where you are. So even when you're in season, like you're still at home certain times throughout the week, whether it's every day. I mean, you you go home every day. The wrestlers don't. They don't go home every day. They travel from one city to the next overnight after performing all night. And they spend the entire day prepping for these shows. And yeah, they may get to go home, you know, a couple times a week, maybe once, twice a week. They may not to. Or they may not get to. But I can tell you that they don't get to go home for a couple months consecutively unless they're injured. They don't have an off season. They do this every day. They do this every day. House shows, live shows, pay-per-views, in the gym, working out, media appearances. Like this is the this is a constant nonstop lifestyle. This isn't just a career; it's a lifestyle. And props to them because everyone who does it has an incredible work ethic, right? My hat is off to every fucking wrestler, um, producer, production assistant, writer, crew member, anybody who makes a WWE show happen, from all the way at the top to all the way at the bottom. I have a ton of respect for you, and I always will, because it says a lot about your work ethic, your drive, your mentality on life, and your career in general, that this is like a, an industry that you get into, and you live and you breathe no matter what it asks of you. My hat is completely off to you, um, and in my own industry, I aspire to be looked at as that. You know what I mean? Like... I would love my work ethic 
you know, in 20 years, I'm going to be like, yo, that kid's work ethic or that guy's work ethic was always incredible. And even if it's in like a small community setting, I, I aspire to that. So my hat is completely off to you a hundred percent. Um, but I still think as the consumer of the product, people, you know, as someone who wants everyone on that roster and everyone on that crew to be mentally fresh, to be physically rested, to be healthy, mind, body, and spirit, you know, as a complete well-being, I want you to have Christmas off and I'm pissed that you don't because honestly, yeah, I knew Christmas was on a Monday for like, I don't know, three or four months and not once was I ever like, I wonder what they're going to do with Monday Night Raw because like in my head, I just assumed it wasn't going to happen. Or if it did, that it would be taped. Like, Monday Night Raw never popped into my head once when it came to Christmas Day on a Monday. Not once. Why would it? Yeah, now, like, it's all I'm going to think about until Christmas because I'm going to be like, oh, I can't believe they fucking have to work it. And like I said, I'm going to have this internal conflict of, like, you're not going to watch it based on principle. And the other part of me, and the other part of me that's going to win is like, yes, I fucking am because they're not going to work in vain for no reason. But... I just, I don't know. I, I hope they don't do a throwaway show on them, and, I, and that's what I was alluding to before. I don't want them to, like, just go out there and put on random matches and not touch on rivalries. I want them, and I said this in the flagship show, I want it to be, like, their fourth biggest show of the year. I want them to go all out. Um, you know, fucking everything that you can do to make this a big show, make it feel like Christmas, um, make it special. You know what I mean? Like, don't just... Don't make these guys show up to work and girls don't make them both show up to work um, for no reason. Just to be like, all right, cool. Like we fulfilled a commitment to run a live show because, you know, sometimes when you're up against a really good Monday night football game or you're up against NBA playoffs, like we know that's what you're doing. Um, We know that there's sections of the show that are throwaway. So don't do that on Christmas because you're going up against a major holiday and a really good NBA game. And I'm not sure what the NBA, the NBA game is at that point in the night, but there is no bad NBA game on on Christmas. So I know it's going to be a good one. The other problem that I have with it, uh, I've touched on the off season thing. There is no off season for WWE wrestlers. Um, The other, I guess the other problem that I have with it is, uh, Whether it was WWE's decision or USA's decision, um, because they feel like they have to keep putting out live content, or you know, because like, oh, like, you know, they work for us and this is their life, so we'll make it work. Um, these wrestlers, they have families. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I think it's, you know, I I'm a huge Jeff Hardy fan, um, and, I, and I do uh, follow his wife on Twitter. Same thing with Matt. I follow Rebby on Twitter as well. Um, And they both kind of alluded to the fact that their husbands, Jeff and Matt, aren't going to be with their kids on Christmas. You know, and that, like, that's bullshit. Because, like, you know, when I think about some of these guys going back to their families, like, I'm not thinking about, like, wife and kids. I'm thinking, like, all right, yo, I'm going to stop and see my parents because, you know, while I'm chasing my dream, 
you know, I don't really get to see my parents that much, or I'm going to go see my siblings because while I'm chasing my dream and hustling, like I don't get to see my siblings that much. But like, I didn't really like initially, I didn't really think off the bat of like, oh yeah, like I'm going to go home and like spend the entire day in footy pajamas with my wife or like, I'm going to go home and, you know, be there and take pictures of my kids when they open their gifts from Santa. They're, uh, they're not going to have that because they're going to be traveling into the city that they're going to work in and they're going to have meetings. And, uh, it was something I didn't think about off the bat. And it was something that like, cause like I said, I wasn't, when I thought family dynamic, it was like, Oh, I'm going to go see this person, sibling, brother, sister, cousin, aunt, uncle, mom, dad, whatever. And then, like, that, like, realization after I read uh, Beth Hardy's um, tweet, I was like, oh, yeah, like, some of them have fucking full-on families and with kids. And it's, like, not something that you really think of as, like, a fan sometimes. Um, but, like, it's a, it's a real-life thing. And it sucks, man, because, like, they're not going to have that. And it was – I think it was Lance Storm on Twitter. He had retweeted it. And he, and he uh, attached his own little tweet to it saying, like, oh, I'm glad, like, I'm glad I'm not there right now. You know what I mean? And uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. If it was not Lance Storm, it was uh, somebody who has worked for the company in the past um, 15 years. Um, and, like, even to have, like, so to have the WWE Universe side of wrestling Twitter and then to have, like, the wife and family side or, you know, significant other and parent, you know, significant other and parent and sibling side of wrestling Twitter respond. Um, and then to have former wrestlers. So that side of wrestling Twitter respond all in just like a unison negative way was a really good band together. I think by the entire wrestling community um i think it was the only thing that like 98 percent of us have agreed upon um in like a really long time because you know how the wrestling community can be like can be super divided but like we all came together in like this like yeah like this is fucking bullshit like i can't believe you're making them work on christmas and uh it's sad because i, I think it's pretty obvious that they're not gonna revisit the situation i hope they do i hope i'm wrong um they should totally revisit that because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The overall well-being of these of, of these wrestlers and of the crew members and of the creative team and the production team, it's all, it's all important. And as a fan, and I, I preach this a lot on the show, as a fan who just appreciates what every single one of these people do for me to enjoy like I want you to have off Christmas whether you're big on Christmas or not it's good it's an extra day off for you whether you're super religious um and you're super faith-based and you want to celebrate the religious aspect of the holiday I want you to have it off whether you're not that religious um and you just want to spend time with your family and you know celebrate your Christmas traditions with your parents or your siblings or your kids or your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend. I want you to have it off. 
You know what I mean? Like I, I want you to be doing whatever it is you want to be doing on that day, whether you're not into Christmas and you want to sleep or whether you've been doing the same Christmas tradition your entire life. I want you to be able to do it because I am a fan who greatly appreciates what you do for myself and other fans week after week tirelessly and and to to hear that you're not going to be able to do that um enraged me and it infuriated me and I was a little more um belligerent uh, verbally belligerent on the flagship show than I was throughout this show um but it's just after the decision had come out, um, I had made a post on at the wrestling fix on Twitter, and I said it was another decision, another bad decision for a company that just can't seem to get it right. And uh, I stand by that um, for a number of reasons. I love the WWE. I love everyone who works for it, and I appreciate what they do. Um, but man, am I disappointed, um, in my passion and, uh, in my, you know, not my fandom, but I'm disappointed in, um, in the company that, that really capitalizes on most of that fandom. And, uh, that's all I got, you know, um, you know what, actually, before I do go, Mike brought up the point of like, you know. Think about the kids that are going to open those uh, tickets from Santa Claus. And they're going to get to go to Raw on Christmas night. And uh, I think that's really cool. That was like a good... Sousa kind of like has that um, has that way about him where like if I'm thinking completely negative on a topic. Um, and he did it throughout the entire uh, Kyrie trade. Like, he was always, like, the positive one. So, like, Sousa has this way of, like, being super positive. And, uh, you know, he can find the one positive, like, scenario that plays in such a negative situation. And it kind of, like, not that it makes me rethink things, but it kind of grounds me on, like, a topic that I'm on. Um, which I think is why I was, like, a little more tame during this show than I was during our flagship show. Because I've had some time to, like, reflect on that one little, you know, that one little point that he made. I mean, those kids are going to light up. I thought they were going to be in front of an empty arena. Like, I, you know, I even said on the flagship show, like, no one's going to be at that arena. And when he said, you know, when he brought up the, uh, the, uh, idea of getting tickets from Santa Claus and going to Raw that night, while I don't think it's going to sell the building out, you know, I think it's maybe 20 to 40% of the people that are there however many people that may be out of whatever the capacity of the arena can hold, um, it'll definitely for sure be a moment that those kids in attendance never forget. And 10, 20 years from now, they'll be just as passionate about wrestling as I am to this day because of the moments that I have. Um, in my past and in my childhood from wrestling. So if there's one positive takeaway from this entire situation, um, Sousa, I got to give it to you. And uh, nobody tell him. No one tells Sousa that I'm giving him the props. But that was an excellent point. 
the kids that get to open up tickets from Santa to Monday Night Raw that night are are gonna never forget it. So that's all I have. Um, I want to thank you all guys for listening. Um, you know, I said on the flagship show it was going to be more of a rant. It really wasn't. It was kind of just a discussion about how I feel about the entire situation from, you know, a business standpoint and uh, the comparison against um, other uh, athletics, American athletics, um, and how I feel from it uh, from a family standpoint. Um wasn't as heated as I thought it was going to be. Um, but, I mean, I think I speak for, like I said, most of the wrestling community because everyone seemed to kind of be on the same page in their feedback regarding the announcement on Labor Day. So, uh, yo, quick little plug, uh, real quick. Um, I know that uh, recently with, like, NXT, like, kind of like pop punk and, like, heavier metalcore music um has been uh kind of going hand in hand with like nxt wrestling um this isn't anybody that i know but i've gotten huge into the band uh the frights and huge into a band uh called fiddler um yo if you're into like cool like california pop punk music um not like generic pop punk like kind of like it's like a good, it's like a good California punk. It's kind of like beach pop punk. Like it's really good. Um, check out the frights and check out Fiddler. Uh, I think you'll definitely enjoy them. Um, I've like really loved the whole, like, you know, NXT bringing in like artists that I love, whether it be like pop punk artists, like, uh, you know, like state champs or like metalcore, like Memphis Mayfire and like all the other great bands, um, that they've brought in to be uh, theme music for NXT takeovers. Um, I love like there's definitely like a little like niche group that's like super into music and super into like small intimate setting wrestling. Um, so if you're if you fall into that category, check out the frights, check out Fiddler. Um, be on the lookout for a triple threat uh, is what I called it. Um, Frank, Mike, and myself are going to do the flagship show next week. Um, you can also listen to the flagship show from this week. Uh, it should be right below me and wherever you check out your podcasts. Uh, guys, thanks for listening, and you can catch me next week on the flagship show. And, oh, he didn't know. Yep. You know where to find the Road Dog episode next week. Be on the lookout. Thanks a lot. What's going on, everybody? This is Nick Delta from XWA, Extreme Wrestling Alliance. Make sure you listen to the Wrestling Fix, but also follow the XWA on Twitter and Instagram at the official XWA, as well as subscribe to our network, xwanetwork.com slash subscribe. It's the best eight bucks a month you will ever spend in your entire life. And if you don't subscribe to the network soon, don't look back. Because a backbreaker is coming your way.